Start your search engine and put your servers into overdrive. It's webmasterradio.fm steering you into the winner's circle. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Welcome to the alternative. Radiant and questions virtual reality. Sponsored by ISEDN.org. Is there life beyond the big four search engines? Are webmasters spending more than they need to? Or leaving money on the table? What opportunities exist on the margins? Spend the next hour exploring paid and free alternatives to the major search engines. Now, step into the alternative with your host, Jerry Hedger. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Alternatives on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is the online radio show dedicated to proving there is light at the edge of, at the, edge of the tunnel. I'm your host, Jim Hedger. Today, I'm going to be joined by regular contributors Dave Davies and Kim Roach. Now, Dave and I are going to discuss some of the, some of the stuff we think webmasters should take note of, some of the stuff we've seen this week. And uh, to close off the hour, Kim has some thoughts on Yahoo, Panama, and, and if we have the time, on Mega Google. Now, this is an interesting show today. We've got a great show today. We're being joined by Mona Alisaley from Page Zero Media, who just spent the last couple of days in Burbank, California, yakking with Yahoo Search Marketing and taste testing the new Panama platform. And um, our feature guest on the show today is Daniel Yomtabian, CEO of ABC Search and its parent company, Internext Media. Now, Daniel's had an extremely checkered career, including the dubious distinction of being declared one of the Internet's most notorious businessmen in a Wired magazine article. This is a fellow who wrote the Zupiter Pop Underscript, and um, he's also the guy said to be responsible for Hula, a similar piece of adware. It's going to be an interesting conversation. Now, last week was a lot of fun, and this week should be too. It's, uh, it's been an interesting week, and jumping in right away is probably a good start. Joining me this week is the loquacious baritone fog machine, Dave Davies from Victoria-based SEO firm Beanstalk Incorporated. Dave, you on the line? I am indeed. How you doing today, man? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm excellent. I'm excellent. The, the day is turning out to be amazing. Indeed. So, Dave and I are going to be talking about, the U, about YouTube. I think we're actually on different sides of this issue. Um, we're going to be looking at Yahoo's third quarter, probably a bit of Panama. We're going to be looking at Firefox. Um, why don't we just jump in? Dave, YouTube, what are you thinking this week? I think it's great. I'm not changing my position of last week. I think this is a phenomenal move for Google uh, and a, a potentially uh, catastrophic uh, situation for, uh, for Yahoo. Well, I'm still partially there, but, you know, as the week's gone on, I've been, I've been looking at YouTube and I've been looking at Google. And I'm wondering if, A, there really is a way to monetize this, and B, if Google isn't just going to choke the life out of YouTube. Um, well, I mean, I think, I think we have to look at, at a variety of different factors here. I mean, you're asking, is there a way to monetize it? Um, we're not dealing with, with stupid people over there at Google. They figured out how to monetize pretty much everything. Um, you know, you take a look at uh, Gmail and, and these sorts of things. So um, is there a way to monetize it? The answer there is, is a distinctive yes. I mean, they're going to come up with, with creative ways we have never even thought of uh, on ways to turn this into a cash machine. Um, it, let's even just look at what happened to their stock prices. They've already monetized it. Uh, <laughs> you know, they, they've <laughs> okay, already well, made well, more money from it. I don't think they've monetized it to the tune of $1.65 billion, even if their stock has gone up. I mean, this is an incredible amount of money to spend on a, on a, on a piece of technology that really isn't all that original. It's, they're not, YouTube isn't the only one who's able to do this. And, you know, I, I, I was talking, I forget who I was talking with the other day, but they, they mentioned that... Um, if they were the competition, they'd be jumping right in with their own YouTube-style thing, hoping that Google will lose its cool. 
Um, you know, that's, that's, these sorts of things are, are easy to say. Is Google, I mean, I'll ask you, is Google going to lose their cool? Um, you know, let's look at what's happening to Yahoo. They have lost their cool. Um, you know, <laughs> that, that's just sort of the way of it, and their, their third quarter earnings definitely show that. Um, but is Google? No, I mean, they're, they're on a constant acquisition stream. Uh, they're, they're digging further and further into, into a variety of different aspects of, of the way that we search, um, and, and based on some of their current acquisitions, on the way that we even access the Internet and, and function with it. So um, are they going to lose their cool? No, they won't. What I think they're trying to do here is basically capitalize or, or, or take over an entirely brand-new sector uh, that they haven't really had access to in the scope that they're having access to now. Will they make um, full money? Let's assume for, for just a moment that they don't even capitalize to the tune of $1.65 billion on YouTube itself. What are they going to gain by grabbing those users, the users who were using YouTube for people who are looking for videos, pulling them in? Okay, let's assume they don't monetize it, which I, I'm pretty sure they will, but let's assume they don't. They've now got them on a Google property. Now they own them. Um, if they can keep people rather than going to YouTube, going to you know, a variety of different web properties, if they can keep them all on Google, um, you know, that's sort of the point here uh, that, I, that I think they're really shooting for is, is to just take over and keep the user on their property. Yeah, you want to know something else they're getting, Dave? You want to know something else they're gaining, Dave? They're gaining a new safety czar. At least that's according to the San Francisco Chronicle. There was an article in San Francisco Chronicle today called um, Is YouTube Dead? When the man comes knocking, you can bet the party stops rocking. And um, one of the things, I'm afraid they, the author's name wasn't mentioned. It was the pop culture editor. And he writes, um, in the wake of the Google's acquisition of YouTube, parents groups are already calling for a safety czar to regulate the user-built video library, much like the one MySpace appointed when News Corp purchased the site. Now, um, <laughs> I, t I don't know about you, but if somebody told me I had to put training wheels, um, I'll get away from the training wheels, but if somebody told me that I had to have a safety czar, I mean, doesn't that just take the cool out of the, out of the room? Uh, you know, it, it definitely would. It definitely would. The question becomes, will Google, have they on Google Images? Uh, no, they haven't. Have they on Google Search? No, they have. They put some functions in place where you can now opt into specific things. You can set your safety levels um, at certain levels, but by default, and, and by default, um, they're set with you know sort of a moderate level. But you can turn those off. You can access full information. To think that they won't apply that to video as well, uh, I think that's just incorrect thinking. They're going to apply the same rules to video. You are going to be able to access whatever you want once you get in there. Well, you know, I'm. Searching for the amazing segue. Speaking of moderate and uh, uh, people getting turned off, um, <laughs> that's a hell of a segue. Let's jump into uh, Yahoo's third quarter report. Like, <laughs> OMG. Um, <laughs> Yahoo, if, uh, if, if, if listeners were reading, they might have noticed that Yahoo posted a 19% increase in uh, overall revenues. But at the same time, they posted a what was thirty-seven percent decrease in net income. Yeah, uh, and this was announced on Tuesday by by Terry Semmel in a in a open public news conference. Um, Dave, what the heck is? I mean, how can they be making nineteen percent more in revenue but still be seeing a thirty-seven percent loss of net income? What's that all about? You know, there's, there's going to be a variety of factors that come into play there, and, and a lot of them, it's not like Yahoo is actually going to outline for us, uh, you know, gee, here's where we wasted money. 
um, and here's where we didn't. But their operating expenses are obviously, um, you know, well, they, they've even noted it, that their operating expenses have gone up at the same time that their revenue um, has fallen. But that said, I mean, only in a sector like this can you post the kind of, of revenue that these companies are posting and have the world look at it and go, oh, my goodness, your income fell to one, uh, $158.5 million. Your stock's got to drop. Um, you know, what, what other company is, is subjected to that sort of... <laughs> well, yeah, uh, okay, yeah, I, you know, I, you're right. The, a reality check here for everybody. Yahoo is making a lot of money. <laughs> they're making a lot of money, and they're giving their shareholders good value, although don't, you know, we don't see the share prices going up, and the share prices are actually seeing, their, uh, the, share, the shareholders are actually seeing the return per share in decline right now, are they not? It definitely is, and I mean, some things that we, I can, I can look and go, you know, I think we're all being a little bit hard on Yahoo in some ways, um, because they are still making an enormous amount of money. They are still providing some, some pretty decent returns for, for their investors. At the same time, they're coming up with these excuses, you know, sectors, um, you know, auto and financial sectors, are, they're down. We have increased competition. Well, so does Google. Well, yes, <laughs> yes, it's the same I mean, environment. And so it's the exact same environment. Thing I, and I noticed about that announcement was um, he seemed to, Terry Semmel, when he was up on the stage, uh, he seemed to soften the blow with the uh, arrival, uh, the sudden arrival of Panama. And um, just, just for listeners, this is going to be kind of a Panama-focused focused show. Um, we have Mona and Kim also talking about Panama today. It's obviously the big news of the week. And uh, Dave, do you, think that, um, do you think Panama came out early for any reason? <laughs> well, what a, what a happy coincidence, eh? We have all this bad news for you, but hey, uh, here's this thing that you've been waiting for forever. I think for sure. I mean, they, they would have, you know, they obviously knew over at Yahoo what their, what their Q3 reports were going to look like. Uh, and I can only imagine that they, they lit a fire under some developers and, and got this thing pushed out as quickly as possible so that they could combine these two things at the same time. Uh, is this a bad thing? No, this is a, a phenomenal uh, leap for uh, for Yahoo, will it keep them up? No, Google may, you know, Google's going to have something new. Yahoo's trying to play catch up right now as far as, uh, as, far as their, their ad management systems and, and these sorts of things go. Um, but, you know, I mean, we've, we've taken a little look around. You know, at this point, we only have access to the demos and stuff, but, but signed up for, uh, you know, some, some advanced looks when, uh, when they become available to us. Um, you know, it, it looks to be a, a phenomenal leap forward for them. So at the same time, yes, they're doing it because of uh, their Q3 report. They've had to force this thing through. At the same time, it's a great thing for investors and anybody who advertises on the Yahoo network. Um, this is going to be a great thing for them too. So, well, you know, lucky for us, we have uh, we again we have Mona coming Mona coming in later on uh, in the show, and she was actually in Burbank the last few days playing with uh, playing with Panama. So she's, she's looked under the hood. She's, she's gotten her, her fingers dirty, so to speak. And um, I think she's going to come and give us a full review on it. So why don't you and I, why don't we jump to some Webmaster Tools? Um, you were looking into some Firefox tips and some of their extensions and add-ons? Well, definitely. I mean, and these are things that I use uh, every day. It was uh, Dan Thies who, who worded this best when he said, if Firefox is not the official browser of the search engine optimization community, it should be. Um, there are just so many extensions available for this thing that, that do such tremendous things and way better than, than Internet Explorer ever could. That um, yeah, it, it is a mandatory tool for anybody who's using SEO. What are some um, of the tools that you use in your in your daily practice? Um, well, the first one, that 
obviously we need to check things um, in Internet Explorer. Um, so one of the ones that doesn't have a, a direct SEO, but it's something that I recommend everybody installed, is called IE Tab. This is an extension available on the Mozilla website. One click, it pulls in uh, all the IE features that it needs, lets you view in IE right in Firefox. Um, just an absolutely phenomenal, uh, phenomenal extension. Um, the first one, I'll go to the first one that I, I ever grabbed, was one called Search Status. Again, it's, it's also available um, on the Mozilla website. Um, but it shows you your, your page rank and Alexa rankings, you know, just down in the, uh, in the bottom of your, of your browser there. Um, but when you right-click on the page rank displayed, uh, it, it gives you access to a, a variety of the Google features, showing the cache and showing related links and all of these sorts of things. So it's really a neat thing to have to give you quick access, especially when you're taking a peek at, uh, at some of the competitors, uh, like when you're visiting your competitor's sites. Um, but by far, uh, far and above, if I had to list one tool um, that's, that is a mandatory tool for all, uh, for all SEOs and web developers is the web developer extension, uh, which is also available on the Mozilla website. Um, and just the, the vast array of resources it gives you access to. Uh, one click, you can find out if you're complying with W3C standards. Highly recommended for, for accessibility and just for, for knowing that your site has the capacity to rank well because all the code is nice and clean and all of these sorts of things. Um, you know, it lets you outline table cells so that you can take a quick look and, you know, especially on competitor sites, um, see how spiders are getting through there. Or if you run an SEO firm, when I'm visiting, some, somebody's calling me up on the phone and they want me to take a quick look through their site, um, just one click, it's outlining their table cells. I can see in an instant how the spider is working through their site uh, much quicker without having to dig through code, which you know I will at the point of working on the site, but when I just need to give them a quick quote and stuff. Um, so these are, these are just invaluable. I mean, there's, there's way more to it than that. An auto resize so you can easily and, and quickly see what, uh, what a web page looks like in different sizes. Uh, just a, a wide array of tools. So that's D1. Um, that I have to, I would most recommend, but there's, there's so many. I, I had somebody looking at my, uh, at my browser and he'd, he'd never seen so many toolbars uh, <laughs> on well, one browser before. Well, um, as we're, we're moving towards break now, but before we get there, could you, um, could you tell readers how, is it difficult, is it simple? How would somebody um, install a new extension onto their, onto their Firefox browser? There is nothing simpler to it. Um, all you have to do, I mean, the, the, the folks at Mozilla have made this very, very simple. Um, once you've installed the browser, you go up into your tools drop-down, click on the extensions option, a little window is going to pop up. One of the options is get more extensions, takes you right to their site, enter something in there like SEO, uh, and it's going to list everything related to SEO. Or they've also got a um, sort of a directory where you can browse through there. You know, one of the options is developer tools. Go in there, take a look around. Um, I've only listed the SEO ones. They've got great themes and, and just a variety of, of neat features for it. So, yeah, if, if you don't have it installed and, and you're at all involved in web development or, or SEO, get it installed. Well, that's way cool, Dave. Thank you so much for your time this week. Um, look forward to talking to you next week. Uh, folks, we're going to be heading back to the alternatives here on webmasterradio.fm. We have a couple messages first. And when we come back, we'll be joined by Daniel Yom Tobain from ABC Search and Internext Media. The alternative. On webmasterradio.fm. We'll be back after this short commercial break. You have arrived at the destination for education and entertainment. Webmasterradio.fm. Because not everyone's last name is Gates. 
WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. AdTech New York. AdTech New York. The number one event for interactive marketing takes place November 6th through 8th. AdTech New York will feature groundbreaking sessions, hands-on technology showcase, advanced networking opportunities, and as always, hot, hot, sizzling parties. Hear the speakers, meet the exhibitors, and be part of tomorrow's buzz in today's digital world. From the alley to the avenue, it's AdTech New York, November 6th through the 8th. For more information, go to ad-tech.com. Ad-tech.com. With over 30,000 clients and eight years of experience, West Host is not your basement hosting company. Starting at $3.95 a month, West Host offers the lowest price virtual private server technology in the industry, yet they don't sacrifice their world-class data center or superior 24-7 client support. Sign up at westhost.com today and get the hosting technology and real support your business needs at prices you can't find from other hosts. Westhost.com. That's westhost.com. W-E-S-T-H when you expect more from your web host. Wow, looks like you caught another one. Yeah, thanks. That uh, makes 23 so far. You're kidding me. I haven't caught a thing yet. Really? Well, what kind of bait are you using? Same as you. Well, then maybe it's where you're fishing. What do you mean? Well, if you want to catch fish, don't throw your line out in the middle of a big lake. Take a smart look around for where the fish congregate, like over by this log. So I just have to look smart, huh? That's right. It's all about fishing where the fish are. Learn how you can fish where the fish are. Go to signup.looksmart.com. Signup.looksmart.com. Smart.com. You've seen those reality game shows throwing around millions of dollars. You were nothing. Survivor. American Idol. Well, WebmasterRadio.fm brings you a true reality show where millions upon millions of dollars in domains are on the line. Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, Webmaster Radio presents the Traffic East Domain Auction. Join the host of Domain Masters, Moniker.com, Monty Khan. As he brings you this multi-million dollar spectacular that you can afford to miss. The Traffic East Domain Auction, live from the Diplomat Hotel in Hollywood, Florida. Hosted by Domain Master Monty Khan. Live, Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Want a hot pod? Load it with webmasterradio.fm and play with us all day long. Webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. And now, transport back into the alternative on webmasterradio.fm. Here's your host, Jim Hedger. Folks, I don't know if you just heard the spot for the domain auction um, that's coming up in a, in a couple weeks. If you haven't, Listen in on this. It'll actually, it, it will be amazingly interesting radio. I strongly recommend people listen to that auction. Welcome back to The Alternatives on WebmasterRadio.fm. Um, I'm your host, Jim Hedger, and we're joined by Daniel Yomtobain, um, CEO of ABC Search and Internext Media. Hey, Daniel. Hey, Jim. How are you? Thanks for having me. Well, I'm great today. How are you doing? I'm doing well uh, here in Sherman Oaks. It's uh, sunny. No clouds, uh, about 80 degrees, so we're having a, a good day over here. Man, who could ask for anything more? The rain just stopped up here, up, up here in British Columbia. Um, oh, I'm going to give a little bit of background on, on ABC Search. Um, as, uh, as Dan just said, they're based in Sherman Oaks, California. They provide an interesting alternative-based search list 
alternative paid search listing product. And um, they also have a click fraud defense that for advertisers on their network is said to be second to none. Now, I met Daniel at um, the Search Engine Strategies Conference in San Jose in August, and along with well-known white hat SEO John Carcutt, I put Daniel through a barrage of questions about ABC Search's click fraud claims. Um, he stood up to them amazingly well, and that's when we asked him to be on this show. So as the weeks go on, started researching to gather material um, for, for this show, and uh, some of the stuff I came across is... Um, uh, well, honestly, it's just kind of kind of spotty. A little digging put me in places I never expected to go. So I had to ask myself. Um, it's, it's like the old age-old question. What do you get for the man who's got everything? Well, similarly, what do you say about someone who's been both touted by publications like the Wall Street Journal as a genius and vilified by publications like Wired Magazine? In print, Daniel has been called innovative and experienced. He's also been called notorious. In the privacy of millions at home and office, Daniel has been called a lot of things I couldn't possibly say when there's a good chance my mom's listening. Now, in public, Daniel's a gracious and a really interesting guy. So what do you say about a guy who's had a lot said about him already? From where I'm sitting, you say nothing. You let him say it himself. Daniel, I want to welcome you to the alternatives. Let's do a little bit of house cleaning, okay? Absolutely. In uh, June 2004, your company, Internext Media, was sued by 180 Solutions, uh, which resulted in an out-of-court settlement um, about a year later in which your company didn't admit any guilt. But what was that all about? Uh, we had a relationship with 180 Solutions where we were acting as a distributor uh, for their adware product. Um, we were sub-licensing their application um, to uh, several specific partners. Um, allegedly, one of the partners that we had an agreement with that we were syndicating the 180 Solutions application to uh, did some auto installing. Um, we had identified uh, that, th that this action uh, was possibly going on. We contacted the partner. They asked us to stop uh, distributing uh, through this partner channel. Uh, we did so. We terminated this partner. And uh, 180 Solution uh, went ahead and filed a lawsuit against this distributor that we had a direct relationship with. Um, 180 Solutions then went on to include Internext Media in the suit um, for mul multiple purposes, one of which was because we had the relationship with 180 Solutions. 180 Solutions did not have a direct agreement with this downstream um, partner that we were syndicating to. And two, um, you know, it's natural for a company to go for every pocket that uh, they can pick from. Um, long story short, uh, we did not admit any guilt uh, when we settled, and uh, and um, we uh, still do have a working relationship with 180, but we do not uh, distribute any downloads. Okay. Now, as I was going back a little bit further in the history, um, and I know you and I discussed this already, but I, I think for the benefit of the listeners, we find some stuff about adware, including a February 5, 2003 column in, in Wired Magazine, Michelle Delio, who mentions Zupiter, a toolbar that she said was plaguing so many Internet users and said it was the work of uh, you and your father. Is, um, is there any truth to that? Well, I, I'd like to uh, start by saying that my father was not involved and has never been involved in any of my uh, uh, business uh, projects that I've worked on. Um, I was involved in uh, the Zupiter toolbar 
I would like to add that the majority of the allegations uh, by this author um, are uh, flatly incorrect. Um, I know that in the article it did mention that the toolbar auto-installed. Um, there was never never one incident where the toolbar was auto-installed. Um, I'd like to say that the majority of the allegations are false. Okay. Um, now, you hear a lot about adware, but you know what you don't hear a lot about? What's that? The companies that advertise through adware. Now, I'm, I'm, I, I know that Vonage, Verizon, Blizzard, um, Blu-ray discs, um, Circuit City, Classmates.com, lots of, lots of uh, these brand name mainstream companies reusing these products. Um, have you ever worked with any of these products or any of these companies? Um, I mean, we work, we have uh, over a thousand active advertisers that we work directly with uh, at ABC Search. Um, so there are, uh, I mean, if you went through a slew of names, absolutely there are advertisers that we do work with uh, uh, directly, uh, including blue chip advertisers. Okay. Well, you just mentioned ABC Search. That's what you're, you're really on here about, the alternative search engine. And what, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about ABC Search? Absolutely. Um, well, I've been in the uh, Internet biz, just to give you a little background, since 96. Um, uh, I started a search engine. I co-found a search engine called Findology uh, back in 98, which I later sold my stock in that organization in 01. Um, I later started ABC Search in that same year, um, and we've uh, slowly and progressively uh, grown to the company that we are now. Uh, we have uh, about a thousand distribution partners that we syndicate our sponsored listings to. Uh, we have over a thousand direct advertisers uh, that advertise with us, and. We aggregate over 115 million uh, queries per day on our network. How does um, how do you see ABC Search fitting into the mix of the other alternative search engines? How is it a search resource for for other engines? Well, you know, it's it's interesting because the search marketplace uh, is constantly changing. You know, ever since I got into this space, um, it seems like it's it's it's. It's constantly progressing, and you need to stay on top of the ball um, in order to, uh, you know, keep your foot, you know, on the, uh, keep your feet on the ground. Um, it seems like there's more and more issues with click fraud, and we identified that um, more than ever a year ago when the complaints were just uh, rising higher than ever um, from feedback that we got where, you know, there were problems with traffic quality. And we sat down and put our heads together and realized that we need to put something in place that's going to identify and block these fraudulent clicks. And um, after, after many months of hard work, and R&D, we developed a patent-pending application called ClickShield. And ClickShield is able to identify sources of traffic and understand if this traffic is valid or not. And that really helped uh, shape the company uh, to where it is today. Um, we're trying to be more... We're, I'm, let me, let me, let me uh, retract that. We are more of a technology company now 
where we realize that if we don't um, apply new technologies and patent pending applications, we're just going to be like any other tier two search engine where most advertisers seem to uh, shy away from these days. And um, I, I, when you said that the Click Shield, there's still a patent pending on it. I, I heard the pending part, and I really respect that. I, I understand where you might be coming from when I ask this question, but you know, I got to ask it anyway. Um, how much can you describe about how ClickShield works? How much can you tell listeners? Because that's, that's something that we never get to hear is actually how click fraud prevention really works. So how, how much do you feel, can you talk about this? Well, there's only so much that I can say, um, and, and that is because it is a patent pending application. We recently filed uh, for the patent, and um, we want to keep you know our secrets as as as, as tight to. You know, us as possible. But what I can say is that we are able to monitor user behavior patterns and identify traffic quality based on these patterns. Um, that's what I can say uh, about the technology. I know it's 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 not it's probably not as much as the listeners would like to hear, but I can only say so much. Um, in addition, uh, we do apply the standard measures that. Most uh, search engines uh, apply or should apply, uh, such as um, monitoring IPs if there are multiple clicks from the same uh, user's IP address, uh, uh, search-to-click velocity if a user that's doing a search clicks too quickly. Um, that's, that's, that's an identifier uh, of, of uh, potential uh, mis- misuse. Um, there's, there's other measures in place, such as cooking the user from the search uh, and then identifying if that same cookie is, um, is uh, on that user once he clicks through. Um, so those are standard measures that we do use, and I, I, I recommend um, anyone that does advertise on the web to uh, apply some of these measures when they're looking at their log files. Um, but going back to your original question, um, we do monitor user behavior patterns, and we do use a patent-pending technology that no one else in the industry is using. Um, we developed it ourselves, and um, I can say that uh, not even Google or Yahoo have such technology. Amazing. Excellent. Now, how does a, um, say somebody want to advertise through ABC Search, a smaller business, how would they, how would they go about it? What do they have uh, to look forward to? Uh, well, well it, it's very simple to advertise with us. You know, just log on to ABC Search, and we have a self-service system. Um, but uh, I think what separates us from the rest is that we do the hard work of identifying the fraudulent and bad traffic sources and block them before they reach the user, whereas there's, you know, the majority of the search engines out there, they don't have such technology. They'll send you the good, the bad, the ugly, and then it's up to you to try and fight with them to get refunds on the traffic that you really shouldn't be paying for. Um, and our philosophy is if we are going to grow in this business and flourish and stay in this industry uh, that's ever-evolving, we need to ensure that our advertisers are receiving traffic quality that converts for them because at the end of the day, we won't have advertisers if they're not going to make a positive ROI uh, when they invest with us. So. If I take an ad with ABC Search, where will it be distributed to? Where else might it appear? Uh, we have relationships, again, with a 1,000 smaller 
uh, search sites. Um, uh, we do have relationships with larger ones as well. Uh, due to non-disclosures, we can't uh, uh, discuss all of them. Uh, we do have relationships with, uh, uh, let's see, uh, uh, ExactSeek. Uh, we do have relationships with Hotbar, um, Mega Web Search, um, Target Point, which is a contextual product. Um, we do work with Mama.com as well. Um, we have our own contextual product as well, which is called Identify. It's similar to Google's AdSense, where web content publishers that uh, have websites can take our Identify content code, place it on their website, and we'll, we will identify the content on the page and automatically serve our advertiser listings that match the content of uh, the website. So you're, this is contextually based uh, delivery. Exactly. On-the-fly, contextual-based delivery, it's our own uh, proprietary technology that we developed in-house to identify what the page is about. Okay, well, Daniel, we're going to be going to break in a couple of minutes, but on our way there, um, what do you think the future is for both ABC Search and for Internext? Uh, that's a good question. I'm glad that you asked that. Uh, ABC Search and Internext are going to continue bringing new technologies uh, and tools that allow us to separate ourselves from the rest of the Tier 2 players in the space. And I think that we are going to continue uh, improving traffic quality so that more and more advertisers choose ABC Search to advertise. And um, I think what we'll see over the next few years is more and more of these uh, Tier 2 search engines that are currently in business, uh, you might see them go away um, uh, unless they're able to really uh, get a grasp on their traffic quality and improve the quality that they're able to deliver to their advertisers. And I think no, that I ABC Search is going to emerge as one of the top tier two search players in the business over the next year or two. You know, I got one more question for you. This, this just prompted off of something you just said, and I've, I've, always, I've always wanted to ask somebody in your position this question. Um, is there room with the, uh, the, the current big four, you know, Google, MSN, Yahoo, and Ask, do you see any opening space there soon? Is there room for the second tiers to, to, to move on and, and actually assume one of these positions? Do you, do you see that happening in the future? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, there's always going to be traffic sources that, that the big four can't, can't accommodate for whatever reason, be it that they're too small of a player um, to, to uh, other reasons that they just won't work with these partners. And in addition, um, we do have partners that we syndicate out to that do have direct deals with Yahoo and Google. And, you know, Yahoo and Google might get the top three positions, but we will be feeding in in the four, the five, the six, down to the tenth position. So, you know, we, we, we are able to work with partners that do have relationships with Google, and uh, the beauty of it is that you are being seen on those same traffic channels, uh, and you're paying a margin of the price that you're paying with Google. Well, it'll be interesting to see what happens in the uh, in the next couple of months, in the next in the next couple of years. Um, Daniel, I want to thank you for taking the time to be on the show with us today. Um, Jim, thank uh, you for having me. Kind of nerve wracking going into the hot seat. Um, so everyone, this was Daniel Yom-Tabain from ABC Search and Internext Media. Um, again, Daniel, thank you so much. Thank you, and uh, thanks for having me. The Alternative on We'll be back after this short commercial break.
outer space, the final frontier. These are the voyages of your new business enterprise. It's ongoing mission to explore strange new domains, to seek out new sites and new monetizations, to boldly go where no one has gone before. WebmasterRadio.fm. So logical. You'll go out of your Vulcan mind. WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Google AdSense. How do I earn from thee? Let me count the ways. Google, you enable me to show targeted ads complementing my site so my visitors keep clicking throughout the day and night. It was so easy to apply and select the ad formats I liked. Since I've discovered AdSense, I've been filled with delight. So earn more with matching ads and you too can discover how. Just visit google.com slash AdSense now. Click Tracks, all new version 6. Prepare to segment your visitors and build custom reports on the fly with the most comprehensive and intuitive web analytics programs on the planet. Dan Noyes, president of Zafolia.com, writes, Click Tracks is like a religion to us. We rarely consult our clients on site or campaign changes without first seeing what Click Tracks reveals. Sign up for your free trial today. Your only risk, you may end up in our next commercial. ClickTracks.com, turning your future into a fortune. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. May I have your attention, please? Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Katie Kempner. Just a little bit about the hook. The hook. The hook. The hook. What I hope to do with the hook is to give you the chance to hear what my friends and colleagues are thinking about doing and doing and doing. People in the marketing, PR, advertising industries right on the forefront and including people that cover these industries so what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is help you make your job easier what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is what i'd like to do is join me each week two o'clock two, two o'clock on tuesday's tuesday intersection of advertising and pr katie yes i'm the real katie Yo, you want the slim katie so just demonstrating so won't the real slim katie please stand up please stand up please stand up because i'm slim katie yes i'm the real katie Yo, you want the slim katie so just demonstrating so won't the real slim katie please stand up please stand up please stand up right here right here right here katie, katie, katie. right here right here right here katie, katie, katie. on webmasterradio.fm on the hook Just getting your feet wet on the internet? Then dive into our stream. WebmasterRadio.fm We're the coolest place around. WebmasterRadio.fm We're everywhere. And now, transport back into the alternative on WebmasterRadio.fm Here's your host, Jim Hedger. Welcome back to the alternatives on WebmasterRadio.fm Now... This segment, we are uh, we're treated to be joined by the the amazing Mona Alisaley from Page Zero Media. Mona was just in Burbank, California, taste testing Yahoo Panama. Mona, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Jim. How are you? I'm great. It's it's it was it was so good of you to to uh, agree to be on the show today. Thank you so much. No, thank you for having me. Well, you know, I guess who, who I guess we really should be thanking is those wonderful, wonderful folks down there in Yahoo who... No kidding. Who took you and... Who else was down there? 
who for many months actually have been very nice to me. So I must put a shout out to my friends at Yahoo who've, uh, <laughs> who've allowed me to kind of have all of this information beforehand so that I can uh, kind of do the thing that I do with the information. So, Well, uh, it's who, to Kirsten and her team. Yeah, who, who joined you down there? Okay, so we had a few people. There was Kat Seda. There was Andy Beal. There was um, Andrew, of course, Andrew Goodman from Page Zero Media. Uh, there was, of course, now you've got me on the spot, <laughs> uh, Greg Sterling, Barry Schwartz, and I think that's it. Oh, and Jen Slegg, of course. <laughs> yeah, Jen, was there, was, was Lee there, Lee Auden? No. Oh, okay. There were seven of us. Well, I noticed my name was on that list. No, your name oh, was oh, not on that list. I was sobbing in my cornflakes. It made me so sad. But, you know, you were there, and you got to get your hands right into Panama. What, what can you tell us about it? Sure. Okay, so, you know, obviously with Panama, um, Yahoo is, is launching some very, very interesting new features. So, first and foremost, uh, you know, i just like to comment, and it's not the sexiest feature, but I do think it is the most important. The, the new user interface is so much more user-friendly than it ever was, which is uh, obviously awesome information for anybody who has used the, the direct traffic center and experienced the, the slowness and the, 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 the kind of system timeouts, and et cetera, et cetera, all the terrible things that used to happen with the legacy system. So, um, yeah, and it's, it's easy to use and it's intuitive. I think these are the most important changes that they have kind of implemented and put forward in this um, with this Panama update. Of course, there are a slew of other things that they've done that are also really important. And I'll, uh, do you want me to get into them, like get into the, the different well, yeah, changes? Um, that's why I want to remind listeners that, uh, was it about a year ago, you actually wrote the book on Yahoo Search Marketing. It, it, you wrote the Yahoo Search Marketing Handbook, is that correct? I certainly did. So um, um, how, what I'm curious is how different is Panama from what you were using before, what you were writing about before? Correct. So it, it has changed significantly. There's no doubt about it. They've they've launched, um, you know, many many new features, and um, I'll, I'll give you a little taste of the new features. But we also at Page Zero will be updating the book, so that that should be available to advertisers shortly. I'm hoping in the new year, January ish. Um, January ish. <laughs> January ish. <laughs> With Bookstaff, there's there's a, a lot of people obviously that have their their hands on you know so it has to go through editors and you know there's all this process right so it, That's it's why January I ish. I can relate. Is yeah, it's very safe, right? So <laughs> okay, so I'll just talk about um, some of yeah some of the features that they'll uh, they'll be implementing. So um, there's there's this uh, something that they're calling a dynamic account structure, a new dynamic account structure. Basically, what it does is um, it, it makes things really easy for the advertiser. Everything is kind of um, you know it's very easy to set up campaigns now. You can you can add test. You can um, there's no longer the need to kind of go to this um, external product to do to local advertising. It's all kind of integrated in the one kind of. Um, and the one interface that makes things really, really super easy for people to uh, set up ads and and basically track those marketing campaigns as well. Um, I'm really excited about a feature called uh, like or, or the new geo targeting kind of um, features that they've implemented. In the past, um, they're, they're, not only have they uh, they um, uh, you know they've acquired. Um, uh, technology, like this where on earth technology that will enable them to make better matches. 
Um, in the past, as I was just about to say, um, the, the matching technology seems slightly off. Like you could you could enter a term with a geographic qualifier and not always get results. So I'm I'm excited to know that this will provide a, you know a better user experience and and uh, you know obviously they'll they'll um, the ads will for advertisers it's obviously really well because they'll they'll be able to get their ads in front of the people who want to see them too. So this is this is very exciting stuff. Um, there are also enhanced forecasting tools that they have um, integrated into the uh, into the system. One of the the really neat ones that we all kind of got a kick out of is um, it's this little slider bar, and uh, basically, what by sliding this bar, um, you can figure out how many clicks you'll get and for what cost. So you can really and by by sliding the bar, you can figure out. Where, where it is exactly, where you get the, the best bang for your buck, basically. You know, if you slide the bar to, um, you know, you get, you, you, you can see that maybe you get 100 clicks for a dollar. But then if you slide the bar a little bit over, maybe 120 ki- clicks will cost you $5 a click. So you, you can really, like, it gives a really good visual and allows people to very easily, you know, figure out where they get the most bang for their buck in the, um, in the interface. Um, there are, um, um, there's this whole idea of uh, fast ad activation. So ads are basically going to go up instantaneously. We played with this. We, we put ads up, and actually I think my ad went up in like a minute, and everybody, you know, Andrew's ad went up, you know, in, in another minute, and everybody seemed to have a similar experience. They say that ads should be up within five, five minutes or so. So what they've done with this is that they've, in the, in the, in the old, um, Yahoo search marketing. Um, the editorial process was at the like your your listings would have to clear editorial before they went online. They've they've switched this around, so now the listings will go online and then they'll they'll um, be reviewing the, the the listings basically. Now this only applies to kind of um, terms that are not deemed sensitive. If the terms are sensitive, they'll still they'll they'll be flagged and they have to kind of go through a through a more kind of rigorous process. Well, that's fair enough. Will the, um, will the new platform make it easier for you to serve your clients? Definitely, definitely. So we can get in there much faster, and we can obviously make changes to accounts much, much faster um, before, again, they'd have to go through this, this lengthy editorial process. Depending on your service tier, it was anywhere from one to five days. Um, during busier times, of course, um, editorial would be held up even longer. So this is, this is obviously terrific news for us. Um, we're also able to split test, right? We weren't able to do that before. We'd have to yank down the old pages and put up the new pages. So, so now, um, you know, this is obviously very exciting. We can split test without kind of having to, to go through this huge long process to do that, right? Or yeah. in, in the, in the, past, what we would do is we'd test on Google and then figure out the ads that were working there and then move them over to, to Yahoo. So. <laughs> Scientific. I know. <laughs> um, I have one last question for you. This might be, might be sure. a bit, a bit com- I, don't, I don't tend to be a bit complicated, but um, when Terry Samuel was announcing the, uh, the, the unveiling of Panama, he said yep. that, he, what, that Yahoo wasn't going to be forcing advertisers well, first off, he said they were going to be introducing it on a market-by-market basis. And then he said they weren't going to be forcing advertisers into using the new system until after the holiday season. So that made me wonder, how complex will the transfer of, of files and records be from the old system to the new? Sure. Uh, 
Sure. Um, and so, obviously, the reason for that, I'll just kind of throw this in, is, um, you know, they, they don't want to disrupt, especially these larger larger advertisers who may have a very busy time of year coming up with the holiday season. So they're giving people the choice, you're absolutely right, to, to migrate their accounts over in uh, uh, they'll have the option to do that in Q1 of next year. Now, they haven't set a hard date yet. They will be setting a hard date as to when all the accounts need to be brought over. Now, um, when I was in Burbank, they they did mention that they are doing things slower than necessary just to make sure that it's done right. They, you know, obviously this is a big change. They're they're moving a large number of accounts over from one system to another. So they just they they talked about a slow migration process. So. Hey, well, Mona, I'm sorry, we're running we're running out of time. We're approaching the end of the hour. Um, thank you so much for being on the show. Um, I hope you had a great time in, in Burbank. And if anybody wants to know more of Mona's impressions of Panama, you put a uh, post up at the traffic blog today, didn't you? I sure did. You can read about, uh, um, you know, all about some of the changes that are coming down on that blog there on traffic.com. Yep. We're moving into break now here on Webmaster Radio. We'll be back in a few moments to close the show out with Kim Roach. I'm Jim Hedger. Hope to see you in a few moments. You've seen those reality game shows throwing around millions of dollars. You were nothing. Survivor. American Idol. Well, WebmasterRadio.fm brings you a true reality show where millions upon millions of dollars in domains are on the line. Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, Webmaster Radio presents the Traffic East Domain Auction. Join the host of Domain Masters, Moniker.com, Monty Khan, as he brings you this multi-million dollar spectacular that you can afford to miss. The Traffic East Domain Auction, live from the Diplomat Hotel in Hollywood, Florida, hosted by Domain Master Monty Khan. Live, Friday, October 27th, beginning at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, 10.30 a.m. Pacific, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're everywhere. Radio's Virtual Autobahn. WebmasterRadio.fm, moving at the speed of light. WebmasterRadio.fm, we're everywhere. It's all about links, baby. Content is king, but links are what you need to get you those all-important organic search listings. Float to the top of your keyword listings within the major portals while driving targeted traffic to your website at the same time. Work with a company with a proven track record for delivering results for thousands of individual website owners and major Fortune 500 companies. TextLinkAds.com is your source for securing relevant links. Baby, TextLinkAds.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Media had netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BenAsRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with ValueClick Media. I've got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. 
traffic. Visit Value Click Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details. Value Click Media. E-commerce marketers, listen up. Ecom Expo, the virtual trade show for search, affiliate, and interactive marketers, is now completely free for all attendees. Imagine all the benefits of a top trade show coming to a PC near you October 24th through 26th. Listen to executives from Google, Yahoo, and MSN take on today's hottest topics and answer your questions live and on the air. The entire event is 100% online, virtual, and free. So register today at www ecomxpo.com Blog, blog, blog. Webmasterradio.fm We're the talk of the town. Webmasterradio.fm Thanks for listening. Webmasterradio.fm We're everywhere. And now, transport back into the alternative on Webmasterradio.fm Here's your host, Jim Hedges. Well, welcome back, folks. Where's the time going? I can't believe an hour has passed almost entirely already, but on the line we have Kim Roach. She's the uh, editor of SEO-News.com. Kim, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing great. I, I, uh, I think I'm going senile or something. I lost <laughs> a whole hour of my life just a few minutes ago. It just went by so fast. What do we have on tap today? Um, I guess you, you heard Mona talking about Panama. Um, mm-hmm. I guess you've been out there trolling the web, looking for other people's voices on uh, other people's words and voices on Panama. What have you found? Well, actually, I've been looking a bit, a little bit at um, Andy Bill's opinion, who also went to Yahoo headquarters, and he feels that as long as everything goes through all right um, with the, uh, the Panama launch, that Yahoo will gain market share. And I have to agree with him because Yahoo's current platform is inefficient, and I mean, therefore, I mean. Right now, it's just giving advertisers a reason to look for alternatives. Um, and in addition, the new app platform enabled, enables advertisers to uh, better manage their campaigns, which leads to increased returns. And so I think when they're, um, by focusing on the advertiser and increasing their conversion numbers, um, they will increase competition for key phrases, driving up prices, and sending higher revenues to Yahoo. Well, I can see how an easier user interface might make advertisers want to work with Yahoo more, but what I, I, I'm uncertain on this, and, and this could be way, out, way off base. I don't know. But what's going to bring them back again? Is there any advertising around this plan? Is this all viable marketing? What brings the advertisers back again? Well, I mean, like with Google, they have loyal users using their system, and I think with the new platform for Yahoo!, the new features will prompt user loyalty because, like, faster ad activation, for one, you know, it's going to make it so much easier for advertisers to, um, to get more traffic and to increase their conversions, and, R- and it's all about ROI. So I think this will definitely be a lure. Well, I hope so. I'm a, I'm, I'm a, I'm a fan of Yahoo. I, I mean, I know I slag them periodically in print and on the end on the radio every once in a while, but I am a big fan of Yahoo, and I'm also a big fan of competition. Um, speaking of competition, um, Google released a few patents a couple weeks ago, and we only, I know we only have a couple seconds to touch on this, and I have a couple public service announcements, and we're out. Um, Google patents covering uh, Google Docs and Google Spreadsheet. Is this any competition for Microsoft in the future? <laughs> That's a good question, Jim. Actually, I think, I think they are a competition, but right now... The Google Docs and the spreadsheets, they don't have the firepower that Microsoft does. But I think and, you know, in the future, they'll definitely be improving. But 
as far as, you know, just for the average user, you know, they offer some amazing capabilities. And, it's, you know, it's fast and it's quick and it's all available online. So. Okay, Kim, you know what? We're... I would love to pursue this. I want to talk about how in the future I think Google's going to be reading your documents tonight. Oh, yeah. I think you might have a few things to say on that, too. But, alas, our time is running really short. And I've I got to get a couple of public service announcements in here before we, before we round out. Um, before I do, though, Kim, thank you so much for your time. We'll oh, be talking to you next week. Um, friends, I have some public service announcements. First off, John, call Doug. He really wants to talk to you. Secondly, this, this is one that goes out to um, all search marketing firms, especially ones in the Victoria area. Remember your food bank at Christmas. I was speaking with Richard Zwicky from uh, Metamend and from Inquisit the other day, and he said that his companies are participating in the, in the Viatech Food Bank Challenge. He wanted to put a challenge out to all Victoria SEM firms and say, I know most of you guys are listening. Get in on this. And as for folks around the rest of North America and the rest of the world, we're moving into the holiday season. Remember your food banks. Remember people in your community that need help. Anyway, those are our two public service announcements. Um, again, John, call Doug. Apparently it's urgent. Friends, thank you so much for listening to the alternatives on webmasterradio.fm. We're brought to you by the Independent Search Engine and Directory Network, the ISEDN.org. I'm Jim Hedger. I want to thank Dave Davies, Kim Roach, Mona, Mona Alicelli, and Daniel Yom Dobain. Y'all rock. <laughs>